such echo. One, two, three. All right. Is there so much echo? All right, guys, please give it a few minutes uh, to set things up. And Andrash from Ethercast will be joining in a split second. All right. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Um... Hey, Raman. Hey, Andrash. Great to have you. Uh, thank you for the invite. Sure. Happy. Uh, happy to have you here. Okay. Let's uh, give a few minutes until everyone joins, and uh, we're going to be starting. Yep. I'm just going to be fixing a few technical difficulties right now. Just too many phones on my desk right now, trying to make sure everything goes smoothly. But, um, you know, as always, <laughs> there are sometimes difficulties. Um, I know the feeling. <laughs> uh, cool. Thanks so much once again for, uh, you know, spending some time out of your super busy schedule. Um, yeah, shall we give it uh, like one, two minutes for everyone to join? All right. Mm-hmm. So adding... Um, Ether cards as a co-host as well. I'm not sure if you guys want to be accepting it. Um, not sure who is behind Ether cards right now. We've got <laughs> a, a few people who, who we shared the account with from the team. Cool. Um, is is Dave joining us all? I think Dave is. Um, Would be nice. Yeah, okay. Let's see. Let me ping him as well. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Cool. I think um, I think let's give it another minute, and we'll be we'll be you know officially starting. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. Right, I think uh, we just, you know, not going to waste any more time and uh, we'll just proceed. And uh, yeah, so basically like a quick introduction, uh, I'm Roman of Crypto Job List. So uh, we're going to be hosting this uh, hopefully weekly. I don't know, we'll see how it's going to go. Uh, but uh, super excited to, to be running this Twitter space. I think it's going to be like, you know, first one of, we probably should have been starting them quite a while ago, but um, better uh, late than never. <laughs> So, um, yeah, and I'm just going to be kind of talking to different uh, founders and different companies and different teams 
about their uh, you know company culture, how did they grow, how did their team is growing and scaling, whom they're hiring, um, and um, yeah, and everything about. It. And I think at the end of the chat, we'll we're gonna open a, some room for Q and A, so uh, people can ask questions. Maybe the people can like, apply to jobs right away or comment. Um, yeah, so. Uh, without further ado, uh, I'm gonna you know introduce uh, Andras, um, who's uh, you know co-founder, founder, co-founder, <laughs> CEO of, uh, of EtherCards, and uh, yeah, Andras, can you tell us a bit more about EtherCards and uh, how they come about? Hi everybody. Yes, um, it's a it's a long story. We have been in the space for quite a uh, quite a while. It started. Uh, we in 2013 in the in the blockchain space we we actually 2013 was when Bitcoin was ten dollars so it was like ancient times and uh, uh, we actually built and deployed the first Bitcoin ATM in Asia but after that we wanted to do something more complex in the technology and wanted to build a system where anybody can build their own tokens Ethereum did not yet exist so we forked Ripple. We remove removed XRP so it cannot be pumped and dumped. And then we built in ring signatures from Monero to make it more private and built a distributed asset management system. It was good, it was okay, but later that year Ethereum beta came out and it was so much better than we dropped whatever we had. We started to work with Ethereum since the beta days. We worked with a lot of different projects and companies and uh, also got into NFTs like almost four years ago, way before it became uh, popular. And uh, very quickly we went through the usual, yay, we can put a JPEG on the token uh, mm -hmm. phase and uh, wanted to build something that can actually use the technology for what it was meant for. And uh, did a lot of things like ticketing system for DEF CON and for other other events. Uh, we did we did uh, NFT systems that could meaningfully connect uh, uh, physical object with NFTs, which is not easy to do it non gimmicky way in a non gimmicky way. But we did it. We demoed it three three years ago. Nobody gave a damn because nobody knew about NFTs at that time. But we kept building in the space and eventually uh, reached a. Uh, a realization that what is one of the things that is really needed by this by the by the space in terms of open source developers and in terms of blockchain people in general is to build a system where uh, you can enable a creator's economy at that time that that phrase did not actually exist but that is what we started to build and right now we've got a a, a system with ether cards that is a, a community management uh, and growth and engagement uh, framework that can be used by anybody with a community. Could be, could be a service provider like you, Raman, or an artist or an actor or, a, or a, an athlete or an open source developer. What we build with EtherCard is a community management and engagement system where you can uh, provide value to your community and in turn, in turn, the community can provide value to you. Basically, means give you money. And uh, we build this system, and it's so far it's been an incredible, incredible ride since uh, March 15th, since our release. We had been uh, working with many, many awesome people. Uh, the the team grew in an incredible rate, and in general, we are. Uh, 
we are having the 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 time of our lives and um, and we don't even know when weekend is <laughs> yeah i was it's starting in the day just a reminder but yeah i definitely remember uh, your uh, you know a comba uh tubusa, sorry tubusa, to terminals and uh yes um in in singapore in some of the bars that was really amazing and kind of you know, <laughs> novel i think also was one of the first days when i learned about like bitcoin and ether um cool so mm-hmm. like uh, as far as i understand like before ether cars themselves like was it just like you and someone else and dave i guess or were you collaborating with a few like people here and there or what was kind of the size of the team uh it was it was a loosely knit team of like four to five people. Uh, some of them uh, some of them working with me full time. Some of them working with me as needed. But it was really 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 a skeleton team of uh, of uh, people who has been working together sometimes for de- decades. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's so you basically had like a core. Of people that you could trust, that knew you, you knew them. You kind of mm-hmm. everyone knew what they, you guys capable of, and kind of had like initial kind of trust uh, between you guys. Because I guess a lot of people who are starting in this space just now, they're usually like solo founders, or I mean, in best case scenarios, like just two people or, or so, and they're trying to get started. Um, and all of you guys were technical, as far as I understand. Is that is that right? Mm, yes, most of us, uh, except my co-founder Ben Ben Ong, who. <laughs> Who who was mostly who was more from the business side, and he could be one of the reasons that this endeavor became way more successful than than uh, the previous ones because he is the one who makes it an actual company. He's the one who that makes sure that salaries are being paid, you know, and things like that. Mm-hmm. That uh, that is kind of uh, beyond my event horizon many times. <laughs> Yeah, got it. So, like, uh, back in, so I guess, like, before you mentioned you launched Ether Cars in March 15th, that's when the contract went live? Uh, yes, that's when the contract and the sales started. The, the, obviously, the project itself uh, started much earlier, almost like a year earlier. But that one, we were, when we were ready to actually launch the first version of the product. So, at the time, like, pre launch, how many people were you guys? Pre launch, I think it was. Still, like six to seven. It's pretty much the same uh, people. Yes, maybe one or two additions. Yes. Cool. Let me let me think. Uh, one, two, three, <laughs> seven. I think seven. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. How many people are you guys now? Thirty-eight. Wow, that's that's a phenomenal growth. <laughs> Eight. How e- yes. How it started. How it's going. You know the the. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, cool. So, how do you how do you feel about like getting so many people on board, and what's the kind of the structure of the uh, of mm-hmm. the team so far? Who's doing what? Um, in in uh, in in many ways, we have we had we had logged out uh, multiple times and continuously. We it it somehow it feels. I'm sorry. I don't want to don't want to derail this conversion into into spiritual uh, realms but in many no, ways okay, it, okay. it many in many ways it seems that we we managed to code in all the favors and good karma that we might have created in the past five six seven ten years and uh, and and suddenly everything uh, kind of fell in place uh, it uh, we did not we did not uh, grew one by one, it has been uh, 
we, we kind of uh, acquired and ingested smaller teams. Mm, okay. Where so that 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 was again something that it was it was in 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 some ways unexpected. For example, uh, there was a there was an extremely experienced team that we met uh, during that three years ago time when we were building the first uh, NFT uh, prototypes in San Francisco at the at the Consensus uh, Accelerator. Um, and there was a different another team there that we met them there. That uh, that was a group of uh, three brilliant people from Romania, and they were working on a different project. And uh, just when we actually needed, desperately needed people, they pinged us that hey, we just finished our project. Is there anything we can do together? And boy, there was. <laughs> and. Awesome. And then, and then, uh, and then again, um, uh, do uh, through a different connection, uh, I got introduced to to a young uh, person who is a leader of a team if, uh, from Transylvania again, uh, who is uh, who who joined with his team, which meant like seven additional people. Wow, that's 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 like crazy growth in uh, in a. You know, in batches, in batches. Yeah, yeah. And and what 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 came with it that I got not only individual people but also well-established structures and uh, and product development and project management, which is which is always very difficult when you when you grow the team one by one and try to put the the right people into the right place. Many of this was actually solved by by acquiring small smaller uh, structures. Interesting. I, I would say it's like it's not very common, like at least to my knowledge, to see like projects that are kind of still relatively young, right? Uh, yeah. Know, the people have been in the industry for quite some time, kind of grow through acquisition at such an early at the early stage. It um, did, yeah. It did help that we had uh, we had uh, in the first month we had a revenue of about twenty million dollars. And that kind of helped with uh, with the with the stability to to be able to commit to to a longer time. Understood. Yeah, I think like we have a mix of people who are listening to us right now, both like founders and uh, uh, you know people who are trying to join a company or is trying to grow their company at mm-hmm. the stage. And I think it's like very useful to know that there is like no one way that companies grow and become successful. There is a plethora of ways to grow your team. Yes. And to hire and to scale, and you know, I think no one should like pigeonhole themselves into like one way of you know only acquiring through recruiters or only acquiring through friends or only acquiring through you know uh, job yeah. boards. Um, Absolutely, I, th- I think being open to all opportunities is like one of the great like lessons. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. and this is basically two things that happened that 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 was unusual. The the one is that um, usually at least. My experience is the startups, my startups as well, fail because there is there is one or two areas where there is a lot of talent and and fantastic uh, progress, but other areas uh, fall behind. Like like uh, even the best tech idea will fall if there is no good project management, no good product support, or no good marketing or business development, and. And somehow again, it looks like that. Uh, I'm sorry, this is I know this is not a, a, a model that you can just follow, but somehow it seems like that the 
that the stars aligned again. And I got people for all of these roles who were bloody good. And I could quickly uh, learn that I can let I can let them do what they need to do. I don't need to micromanage. I don't need to oversee them. If I tell them this is the direction, as I said in my tweet, uh, I, I kind of wave my hand into the into the desired direction, and they just get it done. And that 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 is something that was missing from at, at least I feel missing from before. That uh, I couldn't, I did not have people who I, I could actually trust with getting things done. Mm. Understood. Now, how's the how's like the team communication going on right now? Are you guys all on Discord and working from the same Discord? Mm -hmm. uh, do you have like some weekly, you know, daily standups? Yes, uh, yes. It technically is Telegram, but it doesn't really matter. Uh, it could be any kind of. Uh, uh, async comedy async communication tool and we do have a, a daily stand-up which is not easy to do uh, because we have team members uh, from australia from singapore from malaysia from romania from portugal from germany from the us and from hungary so we had to find a time when everybody kind of uh, are able to join and it's uh, it's it became right now 8 p.m singapore time which kind of uh, attainable for anybody from Australia all the way to the East Coast US. And, uh, and we do have a daily stand-up. We do have uh, uh, regular meetings. So what usually happens is that we have the daily stand-up. For me, it's 8 p.m. That's where I actually start my work in many ways. And then uh, after the daily short two stand-ups, because we have a non-technical and a technical stand-up, there is a flurry of uh, of short meetings with with varying uh, combination of people that to to work out the the details and the problems and the and the issues of the day. And after that, people do and work. And the rest of the communication communication is usually uh, async on Telegram and Telegram groups. Mm -hmm. Cool. Have you guys like outside of work? Have you guys tried doing any like uh, you know async days or days where you kind of just hang out or uh, do you have anything like that uh, in your weekly what, or monthly process? What do you mean outside of work? L like uh, you know. I know. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I see. <laughs> somebody, somebody brought up this is this this fascinating concept of of day offs recently and. Uh, it was it was it was it was really it was really uh, interesting to learn about it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you got to make sure not to burn out in this market. Oh, uh, uh, in 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 some ways you are right, and I do see some signs of some of the people who are uh, pulling crazy hours, and we are doing whatever we can to to mitigate that. But in in other ways, this project, uh, I I don't actually feel I'm working because. Uh, because this is probably the most 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 exciting things uh, I've ever done in my life in in many ways. So it doesn't seem to be that I am uh, that I am actually, you know, getting to burnout. But indeed, it is a very important thing to uh, to watch out for. Cool, cool. So like, uh, I think just to go back to my to, to my question, like, do you guys do any like? extracurricular activities or like some limited days, uh, like maybe a week or a month where you just like, you know, uh, chat or discuss, uh, like not necessarily things that are directly related to your current project, but, uh, I don't know, like, you know, what's hot on the market right now, or just like, just getting to know each other. 
Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It happens. It happens uh, uh, like uh, uh, regularly, regularly, but randomly on the main mm-hmm. channel. We have a main channel when everybody's in. It's like you know the proverbial uh, uh, watering, uh, watering water spot, cooler. water cooler place, where uh, where we do chat about all kind of random things and 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 uh, and talk about the market and and and, and share jokes and whatnot. So that's kind of the place where we where we hang out and uh, and uh, and take it easy uh, from time to time. Mm-hmm. Other than that, we do. I, I, I'm 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 really really looking for the time when we can actually meet and hang out mm-hmm. uh, in real life as well. I mean, I work, for example, with Dave Dave Apoton, who is just living in in Johor, in the other side of the causeway, but I haven't seen him for for years because because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like a lot of, like I've listened to a lot of other conversations that people typically have these days in tech companies. And most of those tech companies, they are started off like working in an office and because of COVID, they went remote. But I guess like for you guys, it's been like remote from day zero. Is that a correct way to understand it? That is correct. That is correct. It's, uh, it is, it is, it is remote from day zero. And I'm, I'm, uh, I'm uh, fortunate enough to, to be able to secure a room in my apartment that is technically my office, uh, uh, and uh, and I can just come here and that's that's where I work. I don't actually have an office uh, outside of the apartment. Cool, cool. Understood. So I guess there, there was zero adjustment time uh, between yeah. between working in the office and working remotely. That's cool. Okay. Yeah, I'm just like you know, asking this as a better understand and for people mm-hmm. to learn more about like how people they kind of working in a in a remote person environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, or what are like maybe tips uh, for them to uh, incorporate in their daily life? Yeah. Oh, um, on the other hand, some of the so the one of the groups that uh, that 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 we are that basically part of the team in Transylvania, they actually have an office and they do go to the office. But that is that is kind of a subgroup of our, of uh, of our company. Cool. Cool. Got it. Yeah, I'll, I'll proceed to a few questions like around hiring because I guess a lot of people yeah, are yeah, please, be very please. interested <laughs> about uh, you know how to how to join a company mm-hmm. and like what are the tips you might have about working. Yeah, absolutely. Like, have you guys hired anyone? Like you, you mentioned, you grew a lot by acquisition, but have you guys like hired anyone by just you know doing the traditional or like a bit more traditional process of like you know putting a job out uh, there and doing, I, uh, mm-hmm. sifting through resumes? And getting like applications in and reviewing those applications, have you done any of that? Interestingly, none. But <laughs> but we did hire uh, multiple individuals, but it was a completely new process that we never actually did before. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the way the, so the way it, it, it went is that uh, so what we are building is is a community management and engagement tool. And what we are doing is we are our own pilot. What does it mean is that we have a very lively community on Discord, on Twitter. So on Discord, we have like 15,000 people right now. And what happened is that uh, we had we have very, very direct and continuous interaction with the community. Uh, until the very last times, so not for the two last, last two weeks, but even now many of my team members still do, we have been... Uh, on Discord many hours a day, talking with the community and interacting with them. And what happened is that some community members started to to kind of grow out. They started to do work 
that they thought it was missing. And it could have been marketing, it could have been software development, because they said, okay, I think you should be having this part, and somebody wrote a Discord bot that could that could be integrated with our system. And somebody else did a site where it was uh, providing statistics about uh, about uh, about the NFTs that we should. And somebody started to to reach out to influencers and others to to get me on shows and on talks and on on, on streams and stuff. And uh, what happened is that now we have one, two, I think three, almost four people who we hired from the community. Mm-hmm. Did you have any like uh, interview process while you were hiring them, or what no. were the main checks mm. that you had to like, look for before you made the decision? Well, before we made the decision, we saw them, we saw them going out of of their way, providing value to us and for our community for weeks and for months. Mm-hmm. See, this is this is this is this is what makes it very different from the standard hiring process. Because what happened is, since we had a very lively community, I mean, this is our business to have a lively community, uh, and uh, we we actually observed. And naturally, seeing the members of the community who, again, who went out went out of their way to provide value, and after a while, we just could not let them do it without actually paying them, because because sometimes they they spent like I don't know five six hours a day, or or not or on on their on voluntarily, and then. Many times we actually talked with them and said, "Hey, do you want to join?" Then we might as well pay for your work, <laughs> and uh, and so we did. Got it. Yeah, I think it's a really good lesson here for a lot of people who are listening because a lot of people reach out to me, uh, reach out to crypto jobs, and like, "Hey, how can I join? How can I find a job? I definitely need a job. Want a job in crypto? And you know, what do you do? And like, what, what do they do?" And uh, I think. Not a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, more people need to realize that uh, you just, you know, you be useful, <laughs> and and you'll be noticed. Um, mm-hmm. And I definitely been seeing the same thing in, in our community, where like people just repeatedly, you know, retweet our tweets or reach out or give suggestions, uh, and that is that is that is the way to go. Um, so yeah, I just I just wanted to like emphasize what you just said that uh, uh, you know just be useful, show your value, and uh, you know organically. You know, companies will will notice you. Projects will notice you, and they mm-hmm. will you know hire you. That's what you guys did, right? Yeah, and and let me tell you, so far all of these hires worked out extremely well because basically, basically they already went. These people already went through a, a trial period, and they did did it for free and did it by being driven to actually provide value, and that. That is all what you need to know usually about their about their how they how they actually uh, want to handle this work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's uh, can't can't emphasize this enough. But uh, I actually had like a few questions related to like hiring and interview process, but I guess it's like not. <laughs> I just really uh, very applicable to you guys. It it <laughs> it actually it actually uh, actually it happened only one or one or two times that. That somebody suggested somebody else that this person might be a good hire, and we actually went through. We we talked with them, uh, and then and then uh, we uh, we hired them. But that is actually, I think that 
that only happened once. And and that person, it could be a coincidence. Uh, this is, there is not enough data to say say so. But that person actually left after a couple of months. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of self filtering process almost. Yeah, and I wonder if if this is something that we could see we could see in the future uh, more, especially if we can enable this uh, this uh, this creators economy more, where. Uh, you actually exist if you have a community. If you don't have a community, you don't actually exist. Or don't, uh, well, because because whatever you do, even if you are if you are if you are doing an open source uh, technical uh, software, or doing an online service, or being uh, being an online uh, uh, personality like a streamer or or podcaster or whatnot. If you don't have a community, you don't actually exist, or don't actually. If you don't have any traction, you don't. People don't talk about about your project, or don't have actual community. You don't actually exist, and if you don't exist, then uh, then uh, I, I it's I wonder if the project that you are doing actually is uh, is is going to be successful or not. Take note, everyone who's listening here. Uh, I think one one of the questions that was asked recently in in our in our Discord chat is like, uh, do companies hire anons, and how do you apply to jobs as anon? Like, what, what's your take on this? Do you have any uh, anons working on your team right now? I have an anon, but it's not an, uh, that person is not anon to us. He is anon to 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 the to the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. So I we see. we we do know their their uh, their identity. But he, but that person uh, remains on an unknown uh, profile on Discord, on on Twitter, on every on everywhere else. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll, I'll ask I'll ask a tricky question. If if someone like reached out and was super helpful and engaging, who is like complete unknown, you do not really even know who that person is. They're not willing to disclose their identity. Would you like? give significant uh, kind of delegate significant rights or like significant uh, kind of power to that person or like would you hire that person and how would you go about it i guess i guess there is no there is no uh i guess there is always always a possibility that could happen but uh i feel that it is unlikely if if that person is not even willing to to share their their identity with the people, that would be uh, that would make it difficult to give that person uh, responsibility and power. Mm -hmm. Do you feel it's because like is it some of the compliance issues that you as like a corporate entity needs to deal with needs to deal with, or is it more of like just personal level trust? It's more like personal level trust, and you always think what do they have to hide? Mm -hmm. And uh, and and uh, and the other thing is uh, from the from the response from the from the company's responsibility side, they can just disappear, and there is no recourse that we can do to to keep them uh, accountable or responsible for anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a very good point. I was I was also thinking about this because definitely a lot of announce in the space and, you know, crypto is kind of encouraging to be that. There is, I think it's a great opportunities <laughs> to be found as an anon. Yeah. Um, we, we are very special in this case. We are fully, 
we are technically fully doxxed, so to say. So all of our identities, faces, and names are on our website, and that that in in my in my in my uh, opinion, that that kind of uh, that kind of an assurance assurance and insurance for the people using the product that uh, we put we, we put our reputation uh, and our names and our career on the line. Yeah, I, I agree with that, but uh, I also wonder if there are like some other opinions. So I'm definitely going to be looking forward to our future conversations with other companies. Sure. Well. Like, what do they have to? Uh, mm-hmm. What do they have to say about this, and how have they handled situations like that before? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to proceed. I know that you have to be running in 30 minutes. You guys, you mentioned you have a company stand up. <laughs> uh, it, 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 it's okay. I think it it is uh, it is it is it is okay. I, it's, Okay. It's not, yeah. So don't worry about that if 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 it All has right. to, yeah. All right. Uh, have you like seen any like? I mean, I, I understand that you haven't hired through like a formal process uh, or like from a kind of traditional mm-hmm. uh, process, but have you seen any like pet peeves or like, do you have anything pet peeves that, that people that you hate about when people try to apply or when try to like engage or ask for a job in crypto? Mm-hmm. Any like kind of advice to things to avoid? Yeah. Uh... Uh, uh, two two things like ex- excessive uh, excessive uh, request just because it's crypto some people said okay I, I I'm going to need twenty thousand dollars per uh, per uh, per month uh, to to start with and I said okay good on you <laughs> uh, uh, and there was and the other thing that I I that's my pet peeve is uh, is long resumes. If you if you can't put your 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 if you can't put your achievements into a single page, then uh, then you are you are doing something wrong. In in my way, I mean, I mean the the the, the bigger your list of achievements, the the shorter your uh, your resume should be. Like like imagine imagine that resume that reads, uh, uh, I'm Steve Jobs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to mention uh, zero GZ. I, I see your raised hand, but we'll uh, we'll have questions in the at the end. So, he, uh, like, for now we're just like getting, or is it someone you know? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. He's he's actually one of the person. I don't think Ogs probably. <laughs> uh, he's oh, one right, of the right. person that we hired from the community. So he's sure. he's part of my team. Sh- shall we give uh, some? He, he has if a, he if he wants any if he have anything sure, to sure, say sure. by all means, sure. hi Ogs, go ahead. Good morning, everyone. I just wanted to uh, to say thank you for this opportunity, and I am living proof, as Andrash mentioned. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I love this community and the people, and you're not going to find a more um, transparent and and giving group of individuals that are genuinely concerned for everyone's well being. The community is amazing. We have more members in here. Uh, Daza9, I think Andras also referenced, has been helping out quite a bit with scheduling events and opportunities to get the word out. Um, I see some good loyal community members and mods. There's uh, BRGs in here. And of course, uh, my steampunk hat hero, uh, Mr. Dave Appleton. Uh, so, so thankful to see you all and be part of this team. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Thanks so much for, for chiming in as well. Um, 
Cool. Yeah, uh, Josh, I think I have a few more questions uh, before we can open up to the uh, to the yeah. general Q&A. Yeah, of course. Um, hmm. What would you be looking for in like in, a, in an ideal candidate or an ideal like participant in your community or like a core core contributor, so to say? Uh, a proof that they can get things done. It's almost doesn't matter what. I want to see that they took an idea, uh, took uh, took something from an idea to to release something just that that they could turn an idea into reality that's basically it if you can if you can show that i'm 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 open to hire you it's almost it's almost like that easy right is this but it sounds like very like does it only apply to technical people or to anyone uh, no not necessarily there is always so basically this there is this ability where you can think about something and you can basically almost like you can will it into existence whether it's a technical process or 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 a business process or a marketing process it almost doesn't matter do you feel like i think with with developers and people who write code it's kind of easier to to just show that i mean it's definitely i i find myself in those shoes but i think a lot of people mm-hmm. are non technical and they think like one of the most mis- kind of biggest misconception is you need to be a developer to work in the space. Oh and, no. Oh no, yeah. Yes, exactly. Uh, so what do you feel like is the best way for someone who is non-technical to kind of prove their worth and to show their skills? Uh ex- uh one example would be would be a non-technical person does a nine who is a listener. He did not sh- put up his head hand so so he probably just want to want to listen, but uh he was a uh, uh <laughs> Hi. He was a, a community member, and uh, he said one day on Discord that Antash, I think you need you need more marketing. And he started to bring in high profile high profile uh, uh, streamers, uh, podcasters, uh, and a lot of other people. He talked with them. He found how they how to talk with them, and he made them talk to me. Made them represent me on their stream on their to their community so see that is not a technical thing this is not a thing this is this is purely marketing and him basically a member of the community without at the beginning without actual ethercard's email address he he provided more marketing uh, power to to me and to the company than at that time my actual marketing department wow Yeah, I just invited Daza Daza right to speak. Maybe he can like comment a few words like how did he, you know, experience from his point of view. Uh I, I Yes, hi Daza. Uh, hi Andres. Um thanks for inviting me up guys. Um yeah, I mean not much to say really. I I just uh found my way into the Ethercards community and and saw um just a, a hole there or or at least a need in terms of marketing and getting the word out about such an epic project that um that people in the space hadn't heard of or the word wasn't out there um so i just saw that yeah that word needs to get out there and how can we do that um and it was really just um someone without a reputation like me um approaching influencers and and finding a way 
what would what would be your advice for like other people in kind of with similar background as yours uh, when they try to get their foot in the door in crypto and start working potentially full time in the space? Yeah, I mean, I I have no tech experience at all. I'm a uh, I'm a child mental health worker, um, so really you don't need any blockchain or crypto experience. Um, it's it's just finding I think a project you believe in. Uh, and being useful, like you're all saying, finding finding a, a gap and being useful, uh, and um, there's always a way. Um, it just for me just literally started cold emailing um, sports agencies or um, cold tweeting influencers and and just taking it from there. Cool. Yeah. Um... One of one of my kind of recommendations that I usually give people who are non-technical is to write an article, write a blog post, just to show your ability to communicate and your kind of just enthusiasm um, in in the industry and like your existing knowledge. It can be an opinion piece, it can be anything, but I think having at least a few blog posts out is like the lowest hanging fruit that you anyone can accomplish, whether you're technical or not. Everyone should be able to write clearly and communicate clearly. So definitely, that's at least like my two 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 way. To sets of advice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, cool. And Rush, I think like one of one of my questions that I thought uh, like I would ask myself, like as, as a founder, mm -hmm. how do you find like how do you scale yourself? <laughs> or did you find any you know, challenges of uh, kind of growing as an individual or as like a you know as a, as a founder? In uh, the, I think I think. Uh, in some of my startups, the problem was that I could not make it happen, meaning that I kept feeling that unless I do it, it's not going to get done or it's not going to get done mm -hmm. properly. This is, in this case, it is different. It is, in this case, it's like, uh, it's like I know and I have 100% confidence that all I have to say is, 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 is discuss what needs to be done. And I don't need to check on that. I don't need to, I don't need to, to, to go after it and, and see it will be done and probably better than I could ever be done uh, it myself. So in this way, what happens is when I feel what happened so far that when I felt that one of the tasks or one of, one of the kind of task, tasks started to overwhelm me, I could always find a person who said, please, please take it from me. And uh, it happened. And what is funny, I, I did not end up with less things. It's just other things became, became kind of swell up and, and, uh, and became important. And then, I, and then I handed over that as well. And it, was, it is amazing because it is working so far. And right now what I am doing is, is, is completely different than I did like, uh, like six months ago. And I did not actually write a, a line of code for like for like I don't know six seven months, and uh, because I don't have to because I have people who are way better in coding than I am, and uh, and that is that is amazing that is an amazing feeling to find people who can trust and they are actually better than you are and I'm I'm completely I feel blessed. Cool. Do you feel, do you feel that happened because? Like your mindset changed, your attitude changed, or is it just because of the nature of the pro project that you're working on right now? Are you on mute, by the way? 
I know, I know. Uh, something happened <laughs> with my with my iPhone. I could not could not find the, uh, the unmute. <laughs> uh, uh, this I've been thinking about that. I don't actually know what happened. I do think that my my sense my set changed when we started on this one. It was uh, it was it was uh, it was uh, it was it was a really much an urge. Dave can could talk about it. I he I know he is out shopping, so I don't think he will be able to to speak right now. But he he basically put it into words that when we earnestly started this in in about a year ago, we have been working it for a long time. But like something clicked, something something happened last November, and uh, I said, okay, we are on. We're going to do this, and then things started to to fall in place. Things started to happen. Uh, there must have been something that that I felt this uh, this determination. Uh, I don't, unfortunately, I don't know don't know what changed or what exactly that made this change in me. But uh, it was focus and determination that uh, uh, that made it happen. Cool. Yeah, I definitely like you know in my case, I usually find that. Uh, you know, project is uh, is a big pool uh, for things to work. Sometimes you're working on a project that you find interesting, and it's not necessarily meant to be. I have a few failed startups as well, and like with crypto jobs, this has just been like you know, um, it's been kind of chasing me, and like people just being like applying to jobs, and that's something that is needed. So it's kind of a market pool rather than you as a founder trying to push it uh, out to the market. So yeah, and maybe it's the case with with you guys as well. You just you know hit the wave. Uh, um, yeah, absolutely. One one last thing that I wanted to ask before we open the floor to everyone, uh, like, do you guys uh, are you looking for anyone right now? Anyone hiring or any specific roles that you're trying to fill right now? Uh, people that you desperately need. We uh, yes, uh, we we always need we always need developers, full stack developers uh, who can help. Uh, and who can be, who can work uh, independently without without constant oversight, and can deliver stuff that the way I mentioned. But uh, but other than that, we can we can always we we need we need people who who can all only do like like website development. We need people who can who can help us with with uh, with design to delivering design elements and everything else. We need people who can who can help us with marketing. We we need people who can help us with business development. So so anybody, almost anybody is is needed. The most important thing right now that there is an incredible pressure on us to to deliver projects. We've got a pipeline of like 20, 25 projects to be delivered. Uh, so so software developers uh, are 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 uh, are still needed. Yes. What's the best way to uh, kind of apply and reach out and show their interest? That's that's a good question. Uh, I think the best is to to come come to our Discord channel and and talk to one of the moderators, uh, and in that way we can uh, we can we can find a way to talk with you, see what you've done, and then see what you are capable of, and then and then see if you can if you can uh, if we. If both parties would like to like to um, kind of make it a, a continuous or full time thing, cool. Uh, are you hiring anyone who is like non technical at the moment? 
Uh, yes, yes, we can always use people, marketing, we can always use people to help with even, even uh, very difficult, difficult and demanding, but not, uh, but not uh, technically high level tasks like, like uh, uh, managing uh, communities, uh, even being moderators. Uh, on our on our Discord, we always need people who can uh, dedicate their time uh, and mental health <laughs> to do that. Got it. Cool. Well, all right. Thanks so much for uh, completing the, the the structured part of it. But uh, I hope we can open up the floor to to people to ask questions. And um, thanks so much, everyone, for joining. Uh, so let us know. Please raise your hand if you have a question for Andrash about uh, you know working in crypto about maybe joining their team about nfts in general um please keep questions a bit focused like uh hope we can avoid some uh, crypto 101 questions but um uh, other than that everything is is welcome and appreciated um i think uh august has a question let's uh the floor is yours sir Andras, I'm just curious. Um, could you describe for the audience what what your typical day looks like to give them kind of an idea of what they could expect to if they're interested in joining the team? It is it is really depends on uh, the day, but usually the day starts uh, early because that when when it's Singapore morning, that is the afternoon uh, in the East Coast. So there is a lot of meetings with East Coast people happens from uh, 8 a.m. to to like uh, 10 10 a.m. 11 a.m. Singapore time. But for example, uh, this Tuesday, I, my first meeting was at 5 a.m. because I had to to meet a, a very influential person who could not make it in any other time. And then usually I've got a little bit of lull time, uh, like from noon to early afternoon, uh, two three hours. Sometimes I even take a nap. It's amazing, and then and then uh, like from 5 p.m. Singapore time again, the work starts because Europe is waking up. So most of the developers are in Europe. They are waking up. Work starts and we start to work with them. I take a break for dinner from six to seven, and then usually meetings with team and with potential and existing partners until. Uh, about midnight. So that is the usual day. And uh, I know when it's a weekend because I have less week, less meetings. Cool. All right. Uh, Daza has a question. Daza, go ahead. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I just wanted to ask, I guess, anyone um, of the speakers about um, whether you feel jobs in crypto have particular stresses or uh, particular strains on, on, on you as opposed to traditional jobs and how you've learned to manage that over the, the years? Good question. <laughs> I think a lot of people have things to say here. Uh, how about you? What do you think? What do you think, uh, Roman? Uh, I think it's a, it's a question is good for you as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think for me personally, um, I think there are like a few things uh, like time zones. Like I'm, I'm in Singapore as well, and a lot of, of our kind of traffic on the crypto jobs this site and like customers, they are either in Europe or in US. Um, and uh, it always happens that, you know, Friday, you know, 6 p.m., I, you know, about to just get rest 
And I start getting a, a bunch of emails and, and like support requests and I need to be responding to them, uh, which is, which is always uh, kind of draining uh, a little bit. Uh, and the same thing usually happens over the weekend. Somehow a lot of companies like to post jobs like on Sunday. Uh, I don't know why that happens, but that's uh, like a that's weird. consistent thing. Yeah, I, I know. Uh, what else? Um, I guess like, I mean, for me, it's a bit more personal. Like I need to stop coding <laughs> and I still like ship code all the time. But I guess that's kind of my, my forte. But uh, I guess I need to like work on finding someone who is like ideally also better than, than I am at like front-end engineering, full-stack engineering, back-end. Uh, so I can delegate that and kind of direct uh, kind of the, the team in the right direction in terms of what needs to be built. Um, um, what else? Um, hmm, I think I think those are the two main things that that come to mind right now. But of course, there are, I think like the other recurring uh, thing that is I think very generally applicable to just crypto in general is like crypto payments that are a bit confusing to people. Like I. Um, it's, it's really unrelated to, to what I even do, but I, I, I don't know if, if Ethercard is getting the same problem, uh, but typically what happens is that people would send some asset on a different chain that is not supported, <laughs> and, and then it becomes a major drama of like explaining like what to do, that we cannot control some keys on certain other chains. Oops. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, and I... Like I have some clients who, who've been in, in this situation where they would, for example, send, uh, I don't know, USDT on BSC <laughs> or like on Polygon or on somewhere else. And we're, for example, using Coinbase Commerce and they, like the way they do their, the way they accept payments, there is like no private key. It's like a, it's like a smart contract that is being deployed into a pre-generated address. Anyway, mm-hmm. so, <laughs> so it's like very technical for, for them and, and uh, there is no private keys behind a certain address. Uh, and they cannot move the uh, the funds, and customers get frustrated. But uh, it's it's kind of ironic. Like if so, when someone's using some cutting edge technology, like some some cutting edge layer two solution, and they are not aware about these like uh, risks and dangers, it's kind of I don't know. I, I just makes me smile. I, I don't I don't understand how is it possible. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, that's that that's yeah. I it it is it is definitely feels like uh, uncharted waters in, in, in many ways. We are basically defining uh, defining the processes and everything else still. So it's still very early. But uh, fortunately, we did not really have uh, we did not really have these kind of problems yet. And but this is very interesting because uh, this talk made me realize how differently we do things that I did before. As you said, I don't think I actually ever seen a resume since we started it. And we have, again, we have uh, 38 people. And uh, and uh, I wonder if it is an anomaly or or like a sign of things to come. Mm-hmm. So you mean like expecting more resumes in the near future? <laughs> I, 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 I actually, I don't see this changing. Mm-hmm. Actually, actually, it might change if this company is getting significantly be- bigger and actually need, like, I don't know, a proper CEO, not like me. And then we might actually see some resumes with, with, with experience and stuff like that. But uh, I don't know. I feel that that is the time when I kind of will, will just uh, uh, bow out and, uh, and let, let uh, somebody else uh, run the 
the hierarchy because uh, I, I don't think I am uh, I am the right person to run a company with 500 people. That's not what something I, I would enjoy to do. What, what would you say is your like next uh, company size? About this. 30 people? Okay. Yeah, I mean 50, up to 50, I guess. 50, okay. Yeah, yeah, but uh, after that, it becomes, uh, I don't know if it becomes too corporate, corporate, because technically, again, because we acquired existing structures, this 38 people feels in many ways like like more like 20, because they come with structures already. That makes it easier. Cool. Got it. Um, we can go back to the same question of uh, kind of stresses that are particular to crypto. Vignesh has something to say. Vignesh works uh, with CryptoJobsist. He helps us with content. Yeah, hey guys. Uh, glad to have Hi, you Vignesh. here. Uh, so I have like a couple of questions for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one is like uh, you guys are in the NFT space and especially at a time like this where like there's just so much going on in NFT and everyone wants to do an NFT from Burger King to McDonald's and everyone. Like so how do you actually stand out and like, you know, how do you carve a niche for yourself and build a community around it uh, at a point when everyone wants to do what you're doing? Uh, that's uh, my first question. And okay. Actually, let, let me just finish. My asking my sure, question. sure, sure. Can, yeah, I think it's easier then. Uh, and, and my second question is, as a company, like, how do you uh, deal with like, maybe like bear markets, like you you guys have been around for a while. So like, uh, what, what, how do you deal with bear markets? Uh, so yeah, that's... Uh, let me start with the second question. How do I deal with bear markets? Badly. Uh, when the, when the, I, I am about as experienced of an investor, like a, like a baboon with a dart. So when it comes to like money management, when it came to management, money management uh, before, I I did terribly. I I simply when I, when we had this the the previous all time height at uh, in 2017 winter 2018 January when Ethereum hit 1,400 the very first time, I rode that 1,400 down to 90 without uh, without technically selling. Which is uh, which shows that how much I, I I am I am not a good trader. Every time when I trade is usually I and I usually it would have been better if I did not touch the whole thing. Uh, one of one of my uh, one of my great achievements was when Bitcoin was was hundred dollars. I I bought uh, I I bought four hundred bitcoins and then I sold it all when it was hundred forty. And uh, and I don't have any bitcoins ever since. So so I am a terrible trader, and I did not do well in the previous bear market. Now I think I learned my lesson. When I ever touch uh, crypto, I uh, I market buy, I market sell, I never leverage, and I I cash out from time to time to save up for bear markets. Uh, actually, my, my question was more like, how do you, uh, you as a company deal with bear markets? Because like pretty often I see like companies, they they are very happy to operate during bull markets. But once the bear market comes in, like 
should not actually deter to you bear market is the time to build bear market is the time to build uh, because because then you can actually focus on what you need to do and this is what happened in many places like in the ethereum ethereum ecosystem a lot of things were built during the bear market in my opinion when it comes to a company is the 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 uh, the most important thing is to to you don't have to worry uh, how do you pay salaries uh, next month if you can if you have enough runways it's way easier to help to to maintain the mental health to to get through a bear market and yes bear markets will come this no no trees grow to the to grow to the skies when we are in the middle of a blue bull market we think that is it and it's going to be like uh, like uh, uh, sailing uh, into the into the sunset without any problems no it's going to come bear market will come so i think this is the time to prepare for that cool I, i'm sorry what was your your first question ah okay so my first question was like about like how do you actually stand out in a space that is so oh yeah 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 yeah, right yeah. Now. yeah it it is not everybody and everybody's grandmother now building like uh, like nft series of 10000 series of different animals uh, we are not doing that and everybody and everybody's grandmother is building an nft launching platform we are not doing that what we are doing there is no crowd what we are doing we are building a community engagement and management and monetization framework a platform and uh, there and we are happen to be using nfts we are not using nfts because they are nfts we are happen to using nfts because for what we are building nfts actually a good fit technologically we are not an nft company we are a company that provides an alternative funding and monetization method for projects with a community that uh, but uh, for projects that usually don't have don't have access to the traditional funding and monetization methods for example open source projects non defi blockchain projects or or projects that actually can help people 
This is what we do. We are happen to be using NFTs, but yeah, we are not an NFT issuance platform. We are not an NFT company. Do you see the difference? It's like it's like we we are building something like like back in 2000, early 2000, when the dot com boom happened. There were companies that were on the internet and they were using web pages to 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 operate. But they were not a web page builder company, or they were not a company slowly focusing on web pages. There is a big difference between the two. What we are doing, as much as I can tell, nobody else is there. Yeah, I think that is a good analogy. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And also, I got some some one more thing to say to to uh, to your uh, to your to you, uh, uh, Raman, about the stress in the crypto. Mm -hmm. For developers, I never seen more stressful job than to deploy a smart contract to to the live net that is going to be handling tens of millions of dollars. And you know that if you made a mistake, everything will be lost and everything will be either taken or logged up, and there is nothing you can do about it. And if a if a if a, a bug is discovered. You have, you can, you have, you can do anything about it. So from this point of view, developing uh, smart contracts is 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 an incredibly, it can be an incredibly stressful job. And I have seen, and I was told by developers that they, when they are doing live deployment of smart contracts, they are sweating bullets because. Uh, and and I, I I was told that I was told of symptoms like shaking hands and and everything else, just because you know that what you are building is going to be used and potential a lot of funds will go through and there is you cannot just quickly do another deployment to update that bug that you beast or something like that. So from this point of view, it is the finality of blockchain makes it uh, makes it can make it very very stressful. And I admire the people who can take this stress. I would say this is one of the benefits of uh, being anon or semi-anon. Is like you try, you can probably make some of that stress go away, or like uh, be crucified slightly less. In, but crucifixion is not a not a problem. The problem is that you made ten million dollars and it's all lost. That that's that's more like it. And whether you are anon or not is the same. Yeah, but like you know the amount of. Uh, steam you will get from the community like you know i think there's there was this situation with andre uh cronia a few months ago maybe half a year ago mm -hmm. uh, where you know someone drained funds from from something was it like uh, i don't remember what it was it wasn't mm -hmm. wi-fi it was something else and uh -huh. there, there was like a, some class action lawsuit against him <laughs> I, see, I see i see i see i see i see so yeah if you have a good intentions i think yeah. it's, it's a bit scary to be fully you know, have your name in front of it sometimes. We're like, I think a lot of developers thinking about it of like, okay, yeah, I've tested my thing a thousand times. I know there is like bulletproof probably, but the risk is still high. Someone will still be upset for whatever mm -hmm. reason. Um, Maybe. I don't think that's a good, uh, I I don't think that's a good reason to be unknown. I, I don't feel that it would uh, elevate the stress uh, too much, but perhaps, perhaps some, yeah. I, I still I still would not take uh, on an developer. I think. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, yeah. Oz had a question. 
So this is, Raman, thanks again. I, this is more of a, a statement out to the, um, the crypto job space here and people involved. Um, EtherCards isn't just one particular company. Um, it, it's an entire ecosystem where we're, we're changing lives across so many different um, sectors and segments. The, the partnerships I see in here now, uh, we've got uh, the Toddler Pillars are one of our partners. Um, we also have a um, partnership with uh, Genomes, which is more in the uh, genomic space. Um, there, there's incredible opportunity. So, you know, just reaching out to us and, and contacting Andrash and, and through the Discord, um, gaining some exposure, you're, you're getting plugged into an entire network of people and companies that are changing the world in the block space and blockchain space. So I just wanted to throw that out there so people are aware of that. It is indeed something that is that is absolutely unexpected and unprecedented in many ways. If these things uh, keeps uh, keeps happening, we can we actually have a chance to fundamentally change how software development or in general how creative people can monetize their creativity online. And I also wanted to say hi to Toddler Pillar. I see that they are also here and listening. They are one of our uh, one of our partners who are working together with an with an amazing amazing series of NFTs. Does it bring them up? Did he want something to say? Hey, how are you? I'm always lurking. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I Hello. see one of your spaces, I always jump in. I love listening Thank to you. Thank you. <laughs> so we've got we've got people like Toddler Pillar is is a real work project with like a 20, 20 years uh, of uh, of history. So working with people like that uh, is is an absolute pleasure, and uh, and I feel this is a great great privilege. So I just wanted to say that and uh, thank you for for trusting us with this. Uh, with this incredibly important task to to make your make your uh, slightly weird babies uh, 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 break new grounds, just just slightly weird babies, yeah, um, partially partially normal babies, but yeah, no, I, I'm. It's been a wonderful experience so far. Thank you. Cool. Um, any more questions from the community for uh, for Andras about EtherCards about working crypto? To us, perhaps to crypto job list, uh, does a nine. Oh, I just wanted to tail in on on the back of that conversation about stress in the crypto space and, and mental health. Um, I, I think the space in general and crypto, because things move so quickly, I think that adds an extra element of pressure on anyone who's working in it, um, as well as a kind of unpredictability. Um, People have talked about how this is breaking new ground, and I think the un unpredictableness of it all also adds extra pressure. Uh, and so even um, you guys have talked from the coding and dev experience, but I think even people who are collectors or investors or bought into NFT projects, um, just kind of watching the, 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 the value or floor prices crash, um, you see the effect it has on people and... Um, and I think it's just something to be aware of is people's mental health and um, and being aware of where we are, um, the strain and stress that we feel, the anxieties we feel, how are we sleeping, how are we eating. Um, you already kind of talked about um, being across different time zones, and um, but that really impacts people's sleep. And 
I think the science is there about how sleep is important it for, does. for health and mental health. So, yeah, I guess just a shout out to be uh, looking after ourselves for everyone. Listen, listen to the mental health care professional. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Daza. This is very important. This space can be very, 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 very stressful, especially if you if you over leverage yourself, if you if you commit more than you can afford. This is really in many ways it's a wide vest, especially if you jump into opportunities that you think they are opportunities. Don't do that. Don't do that. Go for the long term. Try to try to go for things that you can see actually being uh, being useful five years from now, ten years from now, and uh, and uh, and and if you must, then then invest in those. And again, this is not an investment advice, but but don't go for I don't know Shiba or whatever nonsense because because it's going up. That is basically a recipe for disaster. Go for the slightly more stable stuff and uh, and be 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 very careful because because it's so easy to uh, to lose uh, uh, lose everything that you that you that you got or you or you worked for 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 decades before so yeah please please be be very careful and if it's too 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 uh, if it's too good to be true then it's probably not true solid advice All right, any more questions from, from the floor, ladies and gentlemen, sirs and madams? All right, um, shall, we, uh, shall we start wrapping this up? Uh, if there is no more questions or any, any more tips of advice in terms of like, you know, working in crypto or any other kind of announcements that you wanted to make, Andrash? It, it, it seems to be that the that the that the that the space is changing, and if everything goes well, we are going to to drive that change. And the change is that it becomes it is becoming uh, a loosely connected groups of communities. And if a project or if an entity got a community, then that could actually be could be turned into success. And what we are building is the tools. To be able to grow, monetize, and uh, and uh, and engage a community, and that's what we are doing, and we are happen to be using NFTs for it, but it's not an NFT drop platform. So it might actually change also how you are looking for jobs if you feel a strong attachment or a strong interest against the, uh, towards a community. If you join and you're going to you're going to create value for that community. It is very likely that you're going to be going to be recognized and going to be part of that community in a way that it is. It could be that it is going to be a semi-accepted way for people to actually get jobs in the future, in the near future. And I think this is pretty awesome. And uh, if you are interested in the space, if you have talents and you 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 do have the time to help out, please please uh, come to us, visit us. You can find us on Twitter, on uh, uh, on Discord. Be part of the community, and uh, and let's 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 build something amazing together. And thank you very much, uh, uh, Raman, for the invitation. It was it was very good, and you do you did make me realize quite a few things uh, about how how unique our situation is right now compared to to previous startups.
yeah, thanks so much for agreeing to join us on such a short notice. It's definitely um, great having you on. And like, you know, it's been great knowing you for so many years as well. I think you're one of the first people that I kind of knew in the crypto space as well. Uh, and yeah, probably even before crypto. So uh, it was before crypto. It was it was it was when 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 we did the exit from Wiki. I think. Right, right. I think that's where we kind of met for the first time, and I was very new to Singapore as well. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess to wrap this up, uh, hope you guys uh, learned something today. Learned something from you know both uh, you know founders' standpoint of view, company standpoint of view. Um, hope you guys learned some tips about like how to get your foot in the door. I guess I'll summarize that. Uh, just be proactive. Like do things. Don't wait for kind of opportunity to drop in your head without doing actual work or without showing something, showing that you are capable of doing something or like doing you know providing value for for companies out there. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll try to do this uh, kind of more often, at least weekly. We'll see how it goes. I also don't want to stretch myself and everyone else. But uh, I think we have another uh, call scheduled next week about, I think like slightly later, I think like 10 p.m. or 11 p.m. Singapore time with uh, with Strips Finance. Uh, they're also kind of Singapore-based but international project with people all over the world working in the space. So that's going to be um, pretty awesome. Uh, it's more of a DeFi project. Uh, they, I think as far as I remember, they do like yield lookup um so that's uh that's gonna be an interesting conversation as well so make sure to kind of subscribe to our newsletter and uh twitter as well so like watch out for the notifications and uh kind of reminders we'll try to uh make those announcements uh ahead of time uh yeah and do shoot me kind of you know questions or ask questions directly to me i can see a lot of people who've been supporters of our of crypto jobs list and like crypto overall uh here in the in the chat so thanks so much, guys, for um, following and supporting us all this time. Um, yeah, I think uh, another minute to ask questions. Final, final minute. If you've been hesitating, now is the time. Uh, but otherwise, we'll we're gonna wrap it up and end the session. I think. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, let's wrap it up. Thank you very much for the. Thank you very much for the invitation, and uh, I'm I'm always happy to to join if if it happens again that it, it becomes kind of timely. Uh, please feel free to uh, to uh, to ask again. Maybe we can do the other the, the other way around as well and invite you to our stream mm -hmm. and see oh. and and see if we can if we can build something for you that would actually help. Up your business with with uh, with our community building tools. Sure, happy to discuss that. <laughs> Fantastic. Happy to discuss that. <laughs> yeah, uh, we just got a request from Basil. Basil, yes. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, man. Hi, Basil. Uh, so I read, yeah, yeah, I read that written here. Ether cards. What kind of cards are you creating? Because I actually own um, a three D card derivative. Uh, brand to some extent and i would like to know more about your type and so on yeah so so what we are building is is uh ether cards is a bit of a misnomer at this point we are not not very much ether and not completely not very much cards either ether cards was an old was 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 a was a was a was an ip that that we had before and we called the the project like this but we are actually 
in the process of rebranding because uh, because uh, what we do is way more than Ether and way more than cards. But if you want to know more about what we do, you can visit Ether.Cards right now and see what we are doing. But what we are doing in really just uh, in, in 30 seconds, we are building uh, uh, we are building an alternative funding and monetization uh, uh, platform that can be used by anybody or any entity with a community. And we are happen to be using NFTs uh, for that. So that is the project. It's been, it's been an incredible success so far. And we just spent about almost one and a half hours talking about the experiences and the, and the, I don't know, I'm sorry, I don't know when did you join about the experiences and how the pro, the the team grew from six people to 38 and uh, and yeah we are in the crypto space we are in the nft space but uh, we are a community engagement and management and growth tool that is happened to be using nfts okay okay that kind of answered my questions adequately yeah that's actually an interesting idea so that's basically based on uh, NFTs and not tokens or other stuff, right? It, it, is, it is using a combination of NFTs and self-auto-deployed community spaces that can actually be accessed with those NFTs. So you can so you can create your own community and uh, and and uh, and uh, provide value to your community and in turn your community will provide value to you. Okay, um, well, to be honest, I'm interested, and in case you need, I don't know, to, some expansion or some rebranding, I don't know, you told me you're doing some rebranding. Yeah. Um, feel free to check my, I, I, uh, it's on my profile, my link tree, it has my Discord and my OpenSea, feel sure. free to check our work, in case uh, it, it, you know, in case it, it matches uh, your, your, your goals or your branding uh, opinions, let me know. Uh, we can discuss some stuff. Excellent. Send me a DM uh, on Twitter and, uh, and we can talk. Okay, perfect. Thanks, Thank man. Thank you. Bye-bye. Cool, guys. Uh, I think we're going to be wrapping up. This has been an hour, 20 minutes. So thanks once again, everyone. <laughs> I think I said it a thousand times already, but uh, thanks once again. I'm going to be ending this. Thank you. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.